So once again, you guys, I go by Steve Jamar. Um, I'm an artist of LA Unlock. I'm actually their first artist. And I, by being their first artist, I try to do as, as much as I can to, you know, throughout these years to, to keep expanding LA Unlock with N3, you know, whether it be doing the interviews, whether it be, um, you know, setting up for these shows and stuff like that, getting artists or, you know, uh, at one point I was doing reviews, you know, and then, you know, so we just kind of had to kind of focus on just me being an artist and not reviewing other artists. I don't think it's fair, you know, because, uh, hey, Desi, welcome, bro. Um, I don't think it's fair that if I were, as an artist, to review other uh, artists, like, it, it's just, <laughs> I'm always be like, I'm better. Nah, but um, um, we got our special guest in here. Desi, welcome. Fresh, welcome, everybody. Um, yeah, so uh, now that we got more people in here, uh, before I bring out the guests, I just want you guys to know this dude is really putting on for the West Coast. Uh, shout out Oceanside too. Shout out all my Usos out there. Shout out everybody holding it down in, in the O. Um, yeah, man, the thing about California is is our sound, our G-Funk sound, our our West Coast sound is for everybody that's Cali. It don't matter if you're in Oceanside, if you're in Anaheim, if you're in Victorville, it, you know what I'm saying? Wherever you at, Redlands, it's, it's a Cali thing. And I feel like this artist that I'm about to bring up right now, he's really making this shit universal. Because like, a lot of artists, they when, or a lot of fans, I guess you could say, when they think of West Coast, they think of shit like that, they automatically want to think of Compton or they want to think of... Um, uh, you know, Inglewood, South Central, stuff like that. But that ain't the only people that's throwing, that's representing the West Coast the right way. You know, we got this special guest, and let me, um, matter of fact, let me not even have y'all wait anymore. Let me, let me try to get him up here. Let me see. Um, yeah, man. We're going to get this interview going. Like I was saying, um, a lot of people look to, to Compton and, and this part of, hey, what up, Moose? What up, man? Can you hear me? Live, but yeah, this this is new. This is new. How you doing? I was trying to see if uh if 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 my headphones were the uh were the were the issue, but let me put them back on and see if you can hear me better. Okay. Can you hear me better when I have them on. Oh. Yeah, I can now. I can hear you. We straight? Yeah, we're good. You hear me? All right. All right, cool, cool. All right, you guys. So like I was saying, man, this this guest that we have, uh, he's represented for the West Side, definitely bringing that G-Funk era back, bringing that, uh, not that it ever left, but you know what I'm saying? A lot of West Coast artists kind of started, you know, segregating and doing their own shit. But this artist right here, man, I feel like he's really kept it to, to the roots. That shit, that G-Funk is our roots. You know what I'm saying? That's early 90s right there. Like, that's really what represents the type of style that we make. You know what I mean? So, um, without any further ado, man, I want to bring our special guest, man. Thank you, Desi Hollow, for pulling up on him. Yeah, of course, man. Of course, bro. We're out here, you know what I'm saying? No side California representing to the fullest. Represent. And, uh, you know what? We're bringing this new, this new sound of funk, man. We're bringing this new sound of funk that, uh, that uh, has been revamped, that has been uh, uh, like a, a new model of funk is is on the rise and it's, it's starting to catch ears. And it, it's crazy, bro, because I grew up on that whole, you know, Los Angeles to Long Beach to Compton, G-Funk, yeah. gangster rap. But even past that to like, to funk, you know, like 
the parliament, you know, uh, of course, uh, uh, yeah, even, psychedelic, all, back, all, all that, way back man. to J James Brown, you know, like it's 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 crazy how far funk goes mm -hmm. back and and how at one point it was it was like it was like mainstream funk was mainstream at one point and now it's kind of like right uh it's kind of like the mainstream sound is 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 right now currently is i would say it's trap but this whole funk is going to come yeah. back around man history repeat itself and i see i of see course. good things happening man i see good things happening for for this sound and it's 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 through us bro it's through it's through the artists we that's the whole part of sampling the whole part of uh re redoing somebody's song you know to get that hype back on them because that's what we grew up on like uh i feel like funk funk may have seemed like it died out because of disco you know that's when it was more popping and the disco right. went away and you know but i feel like it was um it was the it was artists like like uh like like fucking uh ice cube like um who else who else uh uh matt uh, uh mac 10 you know what i'm saying that started sampling these funk are these funk artists uh bootsy collins they started sampling uh james brown as well uh, uh right, parliament right. you know funkadelic they were sampling you know stuff like that is what what kept funk going and i feel like funk never died because now you still got artists like um who 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 so sonic uh, Anderson Pack and uh, and Bruno Mars, you know. What I'm yeah, saying? no, that you know that that right there is 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 the the beautiful thing about funk is it could go so many ways. You know, you got artists like like Snoop Dogg making that that G funk, and then you got uh, that Silk Sonic of that that pop funk, and then mm. you got like it's just crazy. There's so many different types of funks, and to be honest, right now it's just a perfect time to be creating, recreating, and revamping funk to a different yeah. stage and a new era and a new a new period of time like this this funk that i'm putting out right now bro is going to be when you hear it it's going to make you think of a period of time um in, in history man and it's it's crazy man i i love funk and i i couldn't see myself doing any other genre right now no no doubt bro like i've i've really been listening to uh to all your albums you know from 2015 to now you know what i mean like um i've really been doing my homework and and the thing I can definitely say, you you've you've definitely progressed, but the one thing that never changed was was your your, your style of what you're trying to bring to the table, bro. That funk, that 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 real shit that that makes you think, bro. You know what I mean? Because when you rap, your music isn't just you know you're trying to sound cool or you're trying to sound straight shit that that makes everybody be like, oh God, I'm mad. Your music, you really gotta sit right. down and listen to this cat and think. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's that consciousness. Right. You. You um, I I wrote down some questions. So if you see me looking down on, on my iPad and stuff like that, I'm not trying to be rude or anything. I'm just trying to you know get to my questions and stuff. But okay. um, yeah, yeah. So like like um like definitely in 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 tell me, you know what I mean? Your song tell me, it, it's just one of those you really got to sit there and 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 vibe with this cat. You got to hear his story. You got to see hear what he's talking about. You know what I mean? You were like um, lay dog in my whip, fat laces in my shoestrings. Ain't, that's some real right. shit, bro. That's what we. That's how I grew. up. See, I'm from the '90s, bro. So we grew up yeah. on that era. When I was in middle school, we were kind of like rocking the, the the Chucks or the Fat Farms with the fat laces. Right. <laughs> you remember that? Right, right, right. Yeah, the the fat laces, and then everybody wherever section you was from, everybody would wear their colors and shit. So yeah, man, yeah, like that that line right there for sure. You know, we we grew up on Nate Dog. We grew up playing basketball at the park, listening to Nate Dog, DJ Quick. Uh, uh, you know, um. Uh, 
DPG, uh, just all that whole that whole G funk P funk era. Uh, man, I grew up on it, you know. So so being able to to recreate that in my own twist is like is like secondhand to me, you know. Um, I, I was just so familiar with it. I, I grew up on it. I, I still listen to it, you know. And I think the most important thing is that. Um, doing your homework and 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 doing your research and and and, and listening uh to to where it all came from and and how how it came about to where it's at right now you know because right now yeah. i'm doing funk but I mean, there's just so many, many different chapters of it you know so and, and i think it's and very it's important not to my bad, bro. And it's not even to limit that you're just doing funk. Like, trust me, your 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 sound and your voice is so like distinct that you can, you you're really gonna bring like how Ken. I kind of hear like a Kendrick type of style, and Kendrick jumps on anything. You know what I'm saying? Kendrick will right. hit you with, right. with something that's funk, but Kendrick will hit you with some shit that that like what he did with Baby King. You know, that's considered more pop, but it's still you know. It's, it's controversial and it makes you think and shit. And I definitely see that for you, bro. Like your music is never, your, your style, it, you're unique, you're your own style, but your, your, your topics, your subject matters, it never stays the same, you know what I mean? It, it's, it's, it's always progressing and it's always getting better. And, and I love hearing that because, you know, there's some artists that you hear the first album, maybe the first two albums, and you're like, right. oh, okay, I'll fuck with him. And then come the third, fourth album, you're like, oh, uh, this nigga been like having too much fun or he's been getting too comfortable, you know what I'm saying? But you, bro. bro I'm like, going to tell you. Oh, no, my bad for cutting up. No, of course, of course. Man, I'm, I'm, I, think, I think the most important part in, in, in being an artist is to figure out how to adapt and how to, uh, how would you say it, um, stay relevant. Mainly mm -hmm. because like the when I first caught my buzz in music, I was doing lyrical trap, and um, I was doing it for several years. But as I kept like going with my career, I seen that it was wasn't working as good as it was initially for me. So I had to kind of like kind of like go a little bit more into the, the funk because I was doing funk already, but I had never like really like gone so deep into like creating a whole body of, of work that's just all funk songs, you know? So that was my yeah. first time. That's my second, that's my second album um, that I released that was just all funk from the beginning to end. But for the most part, man, it's all about adapting and, and figuring out like what's working and what's not working. And the only way to do that is, is, is being an independent artist. The only way to do that is trial and error. Um, there's a lot of songs where I don't do well for me uh, that I think are going to. And there's a lot of songs that do well for mm. me that I would have never thought, you know, would have done such numbers. So it's all about keeping yeah. your options open, man. You, you, you can never stop trying. Like you, there's always like a chance. Like as long as you're trying, there's always a chance. There's always opportunity. There's always, there's always doors that are going to open from just being optimistic yeah. and, and, and figuring things out, bro. Of course. So, um, Ovi, what I do with LA Unlock, man, um, I, I know the bigger people get, the the less interviews they're able to do, you know, just because of labels and, and, and stuff like that. You know, you got to keep your identity kind of hidden from the world. Um, it's kind of ironic because, you know, when you're famous, you're all over the, you know what I mean? You're all over the world and shit known. Right. But um, anyways, like I was going to say, uh, with LA Unlock, we know that that time comes for every artist. 
So that's why I try to really like dig deep on these questions that I ask. Um, I want people to know who you really, really are as a person because 10, 15 years from now when you're so big, they're like, you know, they're going to be want to know who you really were before all this. And, the, and this, these interviews and this type of uh, the questions I ask, it's going to let them know, hey, it don't matter how, how big this dude gets, he's humble. And and this is an interview you could watch where that'll prove that he's humble, that he's he's down to earth, he's one of us. So with that being said, you know, I wanna ask, I wanna talk about your background, bro. You know, what was it like growing up for you? Um being an Afagasi, you know what I'm saying? We have I'm I'm I too am one and you know, we have two different cultures, two different ethnicities that are kind of similar, but they're two totally different different opposites, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like right, right. what what was it well, like for you? Was Oceanside your hometown, or? Yeah, so for me, I'm 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 born and raised in Oceanside. Um, uh, I grew up in Oceanside in a section called uh, Fireside. Um, in Oceanside, um, Oceanside is very diverse. Um, it's a it's a developing city where you you go down to the beach and and it's just changed. You know, there's so much tourists, there's so much development going on, and then you go to the inner city and and. You know what I'm saying? You can find action if you want it. You know what I'm saying? So for me, it was like a whole... Yeah. Being able to, to, to go and drive 10 minutes to the beach and also culture that influenced my music. It's like I got to experience a lot living in Oceanside and I got to... Um, really like get familiar with a lot of different like cultures and backgrounds out here because we live so close to the to a such a big military base we get people from all over right, the world right. here you know it's it's almost like another long beach you know we're right next to a military base and we get people of all color all shades and you know like it's 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 a melting pot at the end of the day it's like it, it's really it's really made me the artist that I am today, man. And and, and the, the experiences I've had in the city is like is, is is painted through all my songs, you know. It gives me something to talk about in my music. Oh but yeah. I went to school out yeah. here, man. I uh I went to school out here. I started doing music when I was in middle school and uh I had been, you know, creating music back when people were putting it on a hard disc or, or a CD as you would say and passing yeah. them out. Um, I was doing the footwork since the beginning. Um, I used to pass out CDs at the street market. I used to uh, sell them at school. Um, but I just kept it going from high school, from middle school through high school to right where I'm at right now. I had always had... business and right. i think and you can just be in school and just rap that's where a lot of people right that's where a lot of people get stuck at though is taking it from a hobby to a business because it's it's it gets a little complicated once it turns into a business you know you got to start considering you know what's going to sell you got to start considering uh, uh your analytics and and who's listening and you got to kind of start like planning things accordingly and and paying a little bit more attention um to to what you're putting out because at the end of the day, when it's a business, you just you're trying to stay honest with yourself, but you're also trying to make a living, if you know what I mean. 
Sorry, I just I was getting I was reading one of the comments and they said that the uh, the service they couldn't really hear anything. Um, how how I can hear you really well? Can you hear me good? That's I can hear you well. It's just a little bit like this is Oceanside, so the service sucks, bro. Okay. Everywhere in Oceanside, the service sucks. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, I, I you know, to, I that's a shame. It's sad. Where... Yeah, I try to move a little bit like uh, to where the service is a little better. But yeah. shit out here, it's 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 a dead end zone, man. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 a shame. It's sad. It's it's a shame you guys couldn't hear the earlier ones. But um, I'm starting to see the comments that it's good now. So I, you know, this dude's really telling a good story, man, and I really really like it. Um, I want to keep on going on on with the questions if I may continue. Um, with yeah. that. So growing up, man, like what what was playing in your household? What because. You said you've been doing this since you were in middle school, and middle school isn't too far from being, you know, a younger kid, you know what I'm saying, from 8, 9 years old, 10 years old, you know, 12 years old, you're already in middle school, so that's not a far gap. What was what were you listening to that, that got you into wanting to be an artist? Or did you, hold on, let me rephrase that, did you want to be an artist already before middle school, or was it just one of those things that came to you? Um, It really just came to me, man, and, and, and the way that it did was I was surrounded by people in my neighborhood that were making music uh, and they were making neighborhood songs, you know, and I, I wanted to be a part of that. I wanted to represent for my section. Um, so what I did was um, I had one of my homies take me to where they recorded at and it was, it was in this, this dude's bedroom. Um, okay. And I go over there, we record a song and then, and it was my first song in middle school. And, um, and then I showed it to a couple people, and, you know, they were all bigging me up on it, but I knew it was trash. But, you know what I'm saying, I, I, I had such an interest that I, I kept going. You know, I, after after that, I was like, you know what, I need to find somewhere that's like a real official studio. I need to actually pay for some time. I got to I gotta figure out, you know what I'm saying, like, I got to buy materials to make CDs. Um, I guess at that point, bro, I, I had started deciding to be an artist, and I think that was in sixth grade I recorded my first song. And I just had a really, really heavy interest in it. And and I took it a little bit more serious getting into high school and, and okay. actually being able to sell CDs. Because in middle school, I was just passing it out, you know, trying to get my yeah. name out there. But in high school... Yeah, we don't know too much about selling shit, yeah, in middle school. And in high school is when I actually got to sell CDs, like actually make a dollar on it, uh, a couple dollars on it. But... Yeah, man, in middle school, you know, it was when I, I had a heavy hit interest. And at the time, I was listening to a lot of, like, stuff that, you know, my uncles and, and my pops would play. And it was, like, a lot of, like, soul, soul music, a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of, uh, even rock, like, I had some rock and roll influence in there. I, I, my pops, he, he was really into, like, um, he was really into music. And, and to be honest, he really was into, like, dancing and shit. So, my, so I, I kind of picked up the whole, like, groove thing from my pops and, and having the whole funk groove because my pops was a big, big, big time funk head, bro. He okay. So funk. when when you say dancing, um, elaborate. Was he like a breaker? Was he a a, a pop, pop locker? Locking. Okay. Pop locking. Pop locking, man. My my pops used to... He still does, though. Whenever I see his ass, he be pop locking his shit. But yeah. he's a, my pops used to pop lock, man. And my, my little brother right now, he's an, a pop lock instructor out here. Um... Oh, out nice. here in the town, but okay. but I was I was also into it too. But I never went the dancing route, you know. I was more of the music. I like the music. Yeah. I like the groove of it. I like 
I like the melodies and I was really into like the melodies of the funk music and and so I started making my own type of vibes um which was like more like street funk you know and um and now it's 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 uh it's evolved to this you know and right now I would say my my music right now my creativity level is at its all-time okay. high right now and so I, I can't wait to see what else I can make in, in these next coming years yeah man you definitely you definitely have inspired folks, you know what I'm saying? Just watching your stuff, like, you know, it definitely inspired me, man, just because I, um, we got to see people like us up there, bro. You know, we don't have any, any, we have Booyah tribes, you know, but that was way, way long time ago, bro. So, like, nowadays, you know, when you see Island, like, I, I see you and I don't, I see a rapper who's an Islander. I just don't, I don't see an Islander rapper. You get what I'm saying? And the difference is because you're really, um, you're, you're breaking out into the mainstream as far as you're trying to give us music that fuck with my not fuck my race but fuck with my races fuck what i look like listen to my words and hear what i'm talking about and if then if you want to pay attention to my background and go ahead you know do that but i feel like your music you can you could sell you could sell you can hear the difference and you know it brings me to this question um what what side of of of, of your of your race did you, have? did you have both your parents around did you have both your your backgrounds in there, you know. Um, did you did you listen to Samoan music? Did you listen to Mexico music? You know what was what was it like in your household? Uh, man, um, that's a crazy question, bro. Because like, man, I man, I I, I just grew up around so much different types of music, bro. That like, I I got to hear it all, you know, Spanish music, uh, 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 island music. Uh, uh, just, just everything, man, and 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 it's crazy because in Oceanside you could go to a barbecue, man, and hear some hear some Fiji, and then the next song that comes on is yeah. like like a a, a a funk, like a old like Al Green or or Marvin uh, Gaye, and then they'll mix in that Fiji, which is crazy, bro, because like yeah. that's just like good music, but it's like on total opposite. Right. They're from total like different you know what i'm saying like they're from but i bet you world. i bet you if you ask fiji he'll say oh yeah i was influenced by that you know what i mean by that next song that y'all played or whatever the artist that y'all played like al green fiji definitely be like oh yeah i'm influenced by al green and of course. so it just goes of to course. show how funk funk it doesn't it, it might seem like just a word for somebody but funk is in every single thing we do you know rappers like to, you know that they had fun in the rap. You know, to the Max, Max Miller. You know what I mean? this Gambino. He said service in the oh my bad hey it's it's all good bro it's all good man i'm about to add you up real quick we're gonna keep this uh uh interview going bro minutes so uh or 10 15 minutes of it so man i'm i'm really enjoying it hey brother how you doing man <laughs> i'm good man see that's what okay. i'm saying bro the service in the o is crazy man 
crazy. It's all good, bro. It's it's all good. Thank you for again for being patient with us. Um, sorry yeah, I had to end that, bro. But uh, yeah, yeah. So like I was saying, man, funk, funk is definitely. It's not just a word. I feel like people think it's 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 just one genre. Like nah, man. Like you got people that 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 like I said, Nip that did it. That uh. Ice Cube that's done in Mac Miller, uh, so so uh, so Sonic. You got artists like that that they're all doing different type of music, but when it all comes down to one thing, you hear the funk in it, and it just shows how universal it's become. You know what I mean? Like it, it from from even to reggae. You know, like Buju Bantan, uh, Gregory Isaacs, Barrington right. Levy, Bob Marley. Right. You you hear that riff, that that bass, that's funk. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, that right, reggae right, bass, right. that's that's funk. So you know, I feel like it, it. It's gonna. It's one of those things. Is it's in every single thing that we've done, and we've taken. The thing about the music culture is we've all taken little parts from everything. You know, this guitar riff. Oh, that's rock and roll. This right. uh, bass. That's funk. This drum. That's reggae. So um, it just feels like it, it. It doesn't matter where everything comes from. We are gonna have even like rap. You know, people don't call rap pop music, but. You know, when when the song is hot, that shit becomes pop. You know what I mean? It becomes popular. So, right. you know, let's let's get into that right now. Now that we're talking about that, what um, what do you think was is separating you from being you know straight rap like how you are to even maybe adding pop into there and adding that pop sound? Do you think that's possible? Do you think it's happened already? Do you of course, uh, I think I think that um, there's always room to make um to make that whole like uh, uh um. There's always room to like make new new type of vibes and, and create retwist um, R and B into funk, uh, 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 soul into funk, uh, 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 country into funk. You could really like revamp anything and and make your own twist on it. So I think that um, I think that there's a lot of influence from um, from funk songs in, in in today's music all the way dating back. You know, it's like there's a lot of elements in funk especially live sounds that are shared with so many different genres of music. And, um, yeah, man, I, I can see my, like, I tried, I tried to do that whole crossover into, into pop with this song that I released a couple months back called play. Um, it has, it has a, uh, the tempo of a pop song has the, the instruments of a pop song, but it also has, um, the baseline of, 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 of funk. Um, but I've, I've tried to like, kind of like, uh, um, uh, emerge or or I guess uh, retwist pop and funk before and um, it's all trial and error, man. I, I got some more music and I'm 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 always creating, so I I'm excited to see what else I can come up with, man. Hell yeah! So um, yeah, let's let's go back to your childhood, man. Let's talk about how it was as a kid. You you got this young dude um in Oceanside, which you know I got family out there, man. Shout out my cousin Moival. It, it has its tough areas as well, man, and it's, it, it, right. it, um, it might have ocean in it, but trust me, it ain't, it ain't all smooth sailing and shit like that, bro. So, you know, tell us a little more about your childhood. What was it like growing up? Uh, growing up, for me, I, I think that um, I had a he heavy influence from, um, from I guess what like the area I grew up in, um. Mm. And it kind of like it kind of like carried into my music. Uh, it it kind of gave the influence and the um, the ideas behind my music when I first started off. Um, but growing up for me, man, it it was it was a lot of like uh, um, 
it was a lot of trying to figure out, you know, what I wanted to do and who I wanted to be, mainly because there was always somebody older than me trying to tell you what to do. Uh, whether right. it be whether it be whether it be like your family or, 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 or older homies, there was always like somebody that you always wanted to be like. Uh, so for me, it was like trying to find my own identity because to be honest with you, um, the people I was hanging out with, I wanted to be them so bad. Um, I wanted to literally look like them. I wanted to dress like them. I wanted to, to, to do the things they were doing. Um, and I wanted to be them so bad. So for me, it was a whole like trying to figure out who I wanted to be, like what I represent. Um, because at yeah. the time, you know, like my whole message was, was, was a little bit, wasn't all there, you know, like back in the day, I kind of like represented something totally different than what I represent now. Um, but it was a whole, it was a whole trial and error of, 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 of making music and, and figuring out that I wanted to be an artist and, and, and stepping out of the box, bro. Because when you're a teen, you're so influenced by your peers, bro. You're so influenced yeah. by your peers. And I, 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 it, I, I don't know if it depends on where you grew up at but for me like my peers like i looked up to them so highly bro like i literally like was a splitting image of them so once i started making music i, I kind of like branched out of that and um kind of got away from like the the lifestyle i was kind of like kind of headed toward but for the most part man growing up in oceanside i got to like i got to experience like some dope shit out here man some some real 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 crazy shit man like from 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 like i would say middle school to where i'm at right now man like it's like it's like so much information has has gone past since then man and i've, I've learned so much um just growing up out here and, and and just experiencing things out here man but yeah yeah oceanside oceanside for sure uh is is it's gonna be a well-known city, bro. Give it, give it a couple years, and it's gonna be, it's gonna be on. The nah, man, the back, I, man, I like to beg to differ, bro. I think it already is. Like, you know, what I'm saying a lot of people know about Oceanside, man, and people, uh, maybe like you're right. Maybe it's not as big on the map, but you know what? That's what, that's what we're for. You know, the artists that are from the areas. That's what, that's what we're here to do. You know, what I'm saying it's our job to wherever you're from. I'm from a small city called Linwood, man, in, in Cali, right. in, in near LA. Right. And I've been trying to, I've been trying to put that shit on since day one. To this day, I'm still putting it on, and it's just one of those. If if you love where you're from, man, like it doesn't, it doesn't matter if they don't know where you are or if it's not as big right now. If you keep putting that time and the effort, bro, like. You're, you're going to be Mr. Oceanside. You know what I'm saying? Everybody that's going to think about that. How does that feel? You know, let's get to that. How does that feel knowing that you're one of the artists or you're actually like the artist that's going to be, you know, Matt, Matt Dre to the Bay, um, uh, Ice Cube to West, to, to LA, you know, um, Snoop to Long Beach. Like, how does it feel that, you know, to be that you're, um, oh yeah, Oceanside, that's, that's Desi Hollow. You feel what I'm saying? A lot of responsibility, for sure. Um, a lot of responsibility and a lot of, a lot of, um, a lot of push. You know, it makes me like motivated. It makes me feel like fuck. Like if I'm finna represent, I'm finna represent right. I'm finna go Damn hard. Right. I, I'm finna. I'm not gonna stop until this motherfucker like is is out there and it's people know about us. Like I, I'm not gonna stop, yeah. man. So it literally gives me a flame and, and it gives me like some heat under my ass to just get up and just keep doing this motherfucking thing, man. 
For sure. That's what's going to sure. keep you consistent. That heat under your ass, man. That shit keeps you right. consistent, bro. Right. And I, I can feel it, bro. I can feel it because, like, you could just, you could just feel, you could just feel, like, the energy that the city brings to me, man, because I, I portray yeah. it through, through, through my music, man, because, like, Whenever bro, I'm drop. seeing it in here, dog. All these people, all these comments, and we're gonna get to the comments too. I don't want any of your fans to feel left out because we're here for them, bro. So you know, shout out to everybody. Like Oceanside is all up in the room, bro. So I believe you, man. I believe you. No, nah, man, but for sure, for sure, man. Oh, man, it's it's a lot. It's a lot of responsibility, man. If if you're gonna represent for a city or a section or or wherever you're from, you gotta do it right. And you, you gotta come gotta with it, dog. You gotta come with you, it, man. You definitely gotta set an example because at, at at this point, bro, and that's what I was saying. Like when I first started doing music, it was it was purely and solely for me and my section. And and now, like it's it's evolved to where it's 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 all about my town. It's all about my city. You know, like I'm doing it for the whole city. You know, I'm doing it for for Oceanside as a whole, bro. Because you know, what I'm saying like. It's the it's where I'm from, you know. It's 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 literally me, bro. Like my like you you, you hear my music, you just it, yeah. all my shit is just talking about my hometown and what I've been through out here. So it's like you you gotta know Oceanside if you know who Desi Hollow is. Got yeah. you. And you will, you definitely will from how you've been putting yourself out there. So I wanna I wanna get back to your style, man, because um I don't hear you biting anybody, but I do hear some influences that I wanna, you know. I want to ask, you know, right. did you grow up to that? Because I can hear it. Um, for sure, in 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 uh, can't be no punk. I right. hear like uh, I hear like a uh, like a busy bone, like a bone thug type of influence. So would you say bone thug? And even in a lot of your other songs, when you do your your speed rap, would you say bone thugs kind of had an inf you had an influence? Oh, bone, thug, to them? bone thugs, bro. I, man, I can't even start to talk about how much influence bone thugs and just listening to them and, and, and their cadences and bro I studied so many different artists and their cadences and, and their deliveries and, and, and all that bro like it's it's crazy yeah. man it's crazy but but Bone Thugs did have a big influence on my music and the whole uh, uh cadence that we're talking about is the triple cadence. The uh yeah, yeah, but they don't cadence, like to get, it's the triplets is what it's called. So I put triplets yeah. in the beginning of each bar. Um to give it that swing it has kind of like a little bit of a more of a swing on the beat and i like to do that on slow beats because slow beats anybody can rap bro anybody can rap anybody yeah. can rap yeah but but to have yeah, but to make to make that shit like to get on a slow beat bro and to just talk your shit but then speed it up slow it down speed it up slow it down trip a little bit of triplets right here bro like that is is art bro like that's art that's like that's just like it's just crazy. It's, it's art, bro. Like anybody can make a, a rap song, but but to be able to right. to 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 throw your sauce on it and fuck it up how you want to, bro. Like that right there is like is is style, bro. Like your your style makes you unique, you know. Like I have I have a style that like is is been studied from so many different artists that like. It's just it's just fun, like for me to to spit those triplets and and to to mix my cadences. Like it's just it makes the music music. It makes it makes it me. So like when you hear like the singing going into triplet rapping, that's like yeah, that's like my style right there, bro. That's my style. Like, and the reason why I love doing that is because the singing and then the triplet flow, they're they're kind of like they go against the, 
each other a little bit, you know, like the, the yeah, they're kind of competing. Like, who's who's right, gonna win? Like, right, my singing gonna win, and my my rapping part gonna win, like. Right, yeah. right. And, and that's why I love doing that shit, bro, because the singing and the melodic shit, like, I can do that, you know? And then the, the triplets, like, I can do that too. So why not put them both on the same record? And it's so dope because it's like, it gives the song texture. Um, it gives it a lot of texture, bro, because one is melodic and smooth, and then the other shit is, is rugged and rough. And it just right. gives the song, it gives the song what I like to call, like, the, the effect of, like, a going up and down like the yeah. song goes it gives it emotion down, it gives it emotions right. feelings you know what i'm saying so um i want i want to keep this going man i've seen that you've done some a few songs and and this is an honor too bro because i really fuck with mitchy slick heavy so you know what i mean to i've seen you done a few songs with that what's what's your relationship with him like your friendship with him uh me and mitchy slick uh i met mitchy slick uh probably four years ago and uh, okay. he reached out to me because, um, to believe it or not, he has ties to Oceanside. He has a lot of ties to Oceanside. Um, and um, he made the trip up to Oceanside to come meet me from Dago. And um, he was telling me, oh, man, I, I peeped your shit. You shit's cool. And uh, I, I want to work with you. So me and Mitchie ended up going to the studio. A funny story, bro. Funny story. I brought Mitchie to the studio. Uh, at this time, I was recording at my engineer's home studio. Um, okay. and you're not like, he doesn't, he doesn't walk inside his house with shoes on. He doesn't walk on the carpet with shoes on. Okay. So I brought Mitchie with me and Mitchie, Mitchie, I don't know if you forgot his socks or like slip on shoes, but he didn't have socks on. So it was like, you got to take your shoes off, Mitchie. Mitchie didn't have a shoe, a socks on. So it was kind of like, what the fuck is he going to do? You know what I'm saying? He's going to be in the studio barefoot. Yeah. <laughs> So that was crazy, bro. And that was the second time we went to the studio. And that shit was, that shit had me dying, bro. But Mitchie is Talk. a good guy. Mitchie yeah. is a guy, bro. Solid, solid individual. Um, he, he's one of the few artists where I can say um, is, is sincere in what he says. And, and if he says he's going to do something, he does it, bro. And there's not a lot of people that be keeping their word or, or, or right. really be about their word but Mitchie is a solid individual bro so when he came up to meet me and talk to me and and and, and asked to work with me bro like it was on so we, we we made our first song together called homies um okay yeah yeah I heard that that one. The, the stay current the, he was he hopped on the stay current album um he hopped on a song called homies and then after that the, the album after that he jumped on on a song called gangsta party um and then he hopped on another song called Allegations with uh, uh, Ryan Anthony. Um, okay. But me and Mitchie, me and Mitchie, uh, we purely know each other from him finding out about my music. Um, but he's mm -hmm. a solid individual, man. Meeting him and, and working with him. And that's the crazy thing. I, I have been listening to Mitchie Slick since I was like, since I, since I wasn't even making music, bro, since back in the day. Um, yeah, he's been around for a while. Right, right. I was a big fan of Mitchie Slick for a long time, man. And and that's what, like, like the first, first, first artist that I listened to a lot that I was able to work with was Mitchie Slick. And then it went on to, like, Sugar Free and Dubsy and, and the yeah. artists that I have right now. But it all started with first getting Mitchie on a song, bro. Like, I was a big fan of Mitchie Slick. I still and am. It just, became, still am. It just became, like, a domino effect, would you say? As far as uh, connections, like or what that, do you what do you like what do you that. mean like 
that that opened up? Was it the connections that opened up, or was it that? Nah, hey, I got I, this dude. No, nah, I mean, not no connections or nothing like that. I'm just saying, like, working with Mitchie Slick was the start of like, of like, hey, like, I'm doing something right. Like, I I got this mm. artist that I've been listening to for for so long growing up, reaching out mm. to me, telling me that I, that I'm dope, that he wants to work with me, like. That that mm. right there was crazy, bro. Like that, what, what I mean by that was that was the start of like a flame of like damn, like encouragement, like like I, it's mm. it, it started like a, a, a I guess a, 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 it gave me more confidence. It was a start of like a, a, a shot of confidence, man. And and, and working with Mitchie was dope, man. And he's solid, man. I got got a shout out, Mitchie, man. Solid, solid, solid guy, bro. Yeah, man. Shout out, Mitchie Slick, bro. Just because, like, it just gave me chills, bro. Like, you know, what I mean, just you know, because this artist that I listen to, bro, and and you know, me being an artist myself, I I pray and I, you know, I I, heard, I saw this interview that Snoop did. And he was like, yeah, man, I, uh, I, when I was doing my Walk of Fame, I had people there that I was li listening to as a kid, and I didn't think I would ever know them. And he was starting to name, uh, when he did his, his Walk of Fame, Quincy Jones was there, uh, Stevie Wonder was there, you know, stuff like that. So it's just like, it's one of those, these are his heroes, and now they're saying that this is their best friend, like, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like... How do you feel about yeah. that? Knowing that one of these days, these these big celebrities that you look up to and stuff like that, they're gonna probably walk like they're gonna be there and be like, "Oh yeah, this is my best friend" or "This is my homie." You know, what, what what's that feeling like to you, man? Because you know they also, you know, this is a two part thing because they also say it's not good to meet your heroes, so maybe you could counter that as well. Man, it's mixed emotions, bro. Um, I'm I'm over here bigging up Mitchie and, and 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 telling him how great he is, man. I've I've met people, I've met artists, crew that I've looked up to even longer than Mitchie. Like <laughs> like, the I don't even know if I should share it, bro. But I've met artists that a, a particular artist I met recently that um that made me make my first rap song. Um, I met him recently, um and. It, he wasn't what you know what I'm saying like he was he's a great artist but he wasn't what he what you think in person you know like uh, there's okay. some artists that 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 aren't you know what I'm saying they're two different people you know like they're great artists they're they're uh, geniuses of what they do um but then there's some artists that are are geniuses but then in person they're just they lack they lack that people that people person skill you know yeah definitely that friend that I, you could almost feel like they're they're so caught up in their ego that they're just like, yeah, I don't, you know, I don't have time to deal with, you know, trying to be nice to someone or trying to be, uh, you know, your hero all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, it gets to them. I, I, I can believe, you know, having everybody look up to you. So I want to I wanna bring that on to you. Like, how do you handle situations where, because now you're, you're out there, bro. Like, you're getting famous and... And I know it sounds corny and cliche to say that, but you are. You're getting famous and you're getting big out there. What's that like for you to have to, to – what's it like trying to keep your composure in certain things? Because I'm sure you're going to get people talking shit, but also you're going to get people that show too much love, you know what I'm saying, grabbing on you. Uh, yo, yo, can I rap for you? Can I talk to you? How do you handle stuff like that? I'm going to tell you, bro, um, whenever somebody sends me their song – Whenever somebody asks me, can I, I spit some lyrics to you? Whenever somebody says, um, 
can you take some time out of your day to listen to this new song I released or, or something like that? I listen to it, bro. I listen to it. I listen to yeah, it. I love like, that. And if I tell you I'm going to listen to it or I'm going to get to it, I, I'm going to get to it, bro. And I respond to everybody, bro. I respond to everybody. And I don't just respond to them just to, just to satisfy them. I, I low-key love sharing a piece of what I, I've, I've accomplished, bro. Like, I think, personally, I think that what me and my team have done, we've accomplished a lot, bro, a lot for the city. So whenever I get a chance to kind of, like, spit a little bit of that game to people that actually are sincerely want to hear it, bro, yeah. I go off, man. I, I tell them everything. I tell them, I tell them everything plus more, mainly because yeah. it's like, why not? You know, like that's our job, right? But wouldn't right. you say that that's our job? We have to. I, I've seen it on the interview with KRS One, and he was like, "Our that's why my name is Knowledge Reign Supreme over every anyone because knowledge you have to speak." And I'm never gonna stop. You know, he said he's never gonna stop teaching people about rap or hip hop because he knows that that's the only way that you can be a successful artist. And would you be able to agree with that? Of course, man. Of course. Of course, and, and, and another thing is that, like, even if I do share things, uh, everything that, you know, I know to somebody else, it doesn't mean that it, it's, it's going to apply to what they have going on. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, everybody has their own blueprint, and there's no, nobody has the same blueprint, bro, nobody. Everybody's just different. Right. It's like an identity. Like everybody is different. Yeah, it's like, it's um, like but, these, bro. It's like your fingerprints, dog. Right. Nobody got the same right, one. Right. Yeah. right, everybody's come up is different. But if I can share something from, from what I'm doing that can probably benefit you, I'm gonna share yeah. it, man, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So let's let's um let's keep it going with these questions, bro. Um I wanna get back to your 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 roots, you know, your heritage, your family. Like, um, let's talk about that if you don't mind. You know, what was there because you've been doing this at such a young age, bro. What was there there? What were they like, you know, just to sum it up? What were they like? What, what did they I, feel about it? Uh, you know, like, my fam, bro, my fam, they were very, 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 very supportive in in, 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 in me making music. And, and the, the reason being was because uh, in middle school, there was a lot. I went, to, I went to Jefferson Middle School in Oceanside. And okay. um, Jefferson Middle School in Oceanside is like going to – I. I I don't know. Like, it's going to somewhere where, like, there's just so much going on. There's so much, like, there's so much tension. It's like, I don't know. It's a place where a lot of people learn uh, 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 where they're going to, like, what what section or pretty much the, it's, it's, a, it's a place you go to where you figure out yourself very fast, bro. Because um, I got into some of my first fights in Jefferson Middle School and, um, it was like definitely like a place like damn like it gave me a lot of like uh, uh things to write about and and, and uh, uh it kind of like mm. shaped me into like a person that was i don't know bro like kind of like tough like trying to always be kind of like down wanting to be hard type of vibe so yeah. at the time i was influenced by a lot of people that kind of were making me go a, a, a bad direction so my my folks and my fellas uh or my fam they really supported me behind the music because uh, it gave me a chance to kind of like be away from the certain people I was hanging out with and the certain things I was doing to where now um, I'm not a follower no more, you know, like now it's yeah. like I could be a leader. I, I can, I have a voice because like I said, bro, like back in the day, I was a, a big time follower, bro. Like 
I, I wanted to be like my peers so bad, bro. I wanted to be just like them, you know, dress like them, talk like them, walk like them. And and now it's like I'm my own person, bro. Like I'm a leader. You know, I don't have to try to be like somebody else. So I think that my, my family seen that me having a voice and, and becoming a leader was way more better than, than being a follower and following following but, for the decisions that other people were doing. But but you know what? That's that's wonderful, bro. And and you know what? I feel like sometimes you wouldn't have been able to be a follower. I mean, a leader, had you not followed, you know, people in leading positions, you know, had you not learned from right. them and, and they thought they, they might seem like it's bad to be a follower, bro, but you just learned from this cat and he taught you how to be a leader like me. I was a heavy follower of, of all money and of, of lips work and to even be able to work with them. It was an honor, you know what I mean? But now I can lead my team. Now I can come to LA, LA Unlock and help continue to lead with, with, with my bro and three just because I've learned from that. I've learned from being yeah. a follower, it teaches you how to lead, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I think it's great. It's great that you have those people that, that you can look up to. Cause you know, growing up, especially, you know, in, in tough areas, man, you got people that even, I know it's all about the kids, but you got people that don't give a shit if you're a kid, you know what I'm saying? Like if yeah. you're not gonna put in work, if you're not gonna be down with the hood, you're gonna get beat up every single day. So right. that's why sometimes we're forced into being followers, you know what I'm saying? But right. it's all, at the end of the day, it's on how that person comes out of that shit. And you came out of that still alive, still breathing. And, and you, like you said, you have a story to tell now. You came out with a story. So, you know, tell people more about your story, man. What do you, what do you want them to know about you that they don't know? Man, I, I think that, um, I think that my story is still going, bro. Like, to be honest mm. with you, it's almost just beginning. You know, like, I, I, I'm, I'm finally at a point, bro, where like, I can call, I can call certain artists right now, you know, and 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 and, and talk to certain artists that I would only have dreamt about a, a couple years ago. Mm. Um, and it's crazy that I. I and now they're your homies. And now I have their personal phone number, you know. Um, mm. And to be honest, it doesn't change shit. You know, I'm still from Oceanside. I'm still, I'm still putting it down. I'm still on the same hustle. I'm still have the same motivation, the same, the same, uh, 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 you know, what I'm saying the same uh, 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 hustle skills that I had since the beginning. Like, I'm still that Oceanside kid, but it's just uh, 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 advancing and, and, and leveling up every year. Yeah. You know, and and I think it's important to be like, all right. This year, I'm going to do such and such and such. And then next year, I'm going to do such and such and such. And then by that year, I'll be able to do such and such. Because it's like setting goals is important, bro. Because you could, you could, you could be at home uh, in your hometown doing as many local shows as you, as you want. But at the same time, it's kind of like you kind of like set your worth. Um, yeah. You set your worth and... and, and you set the bar for yourself. So next year, I want to do this venue, this venue, this venue. And then maybe after that, next year, I'll be able to do this festival, this festival, this festival. You know what I'm saying? It's all about leveling yeah. up and, 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 and aiming high every year, bro. And, and when I look back at the, the last five years I've been mm -hmm. doing music, I, I, see, I see something bigger each year. Like each year, like to the next, I see 
like when I, I recount like my last five years of, of, of doing music, I can see like yeah. something bigger and bigger happening every every year as 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 I go. And it's crazy, man. It's crazy, bro. Like I, I, I did a song, I produced a song that I have on my album called uh No Percent with Sugar Free. Okay. And it was crazy, man. It was crazy working with Sugar Free and actually. Is that the under the right um there. the One Nation under the funk? One Nation under the funk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that, yeah. So I sent him the song, bro. Like initially, I sent him the song. Um, I sent him the song uh, that I produced, and then I I put an idea over it, and then I sent it to Sugar Free. Um, Sugar Free calls me back, and he's like, "Hey man, I listened to that shit. That shit's fire." He's like, "We got one with this." He's like, "But you know, we're gonna have to make more, right?" He's gonna we're gonna have to do some more shit together. Whoop whoop whoop. So that shit right there, bro, is just crazy. I I can't look. I I, I can't. I can't tell it, you how crazy that is to be able to Because it was like, like I got one like song, I got one song off the dude, and now he wants more songs. Like it's a, it's it's gotta be an amazing feeling. Bro, it, yeah, and hearing his voice and he talks literally just how he sounds on the phone. I mean he talks yeah. on the phone literally how he sounds on the song. And like, the record, that yeah. Whole, that whole quick like he's super like talking like a hundred miles a minute and I'm just like, Oh shit, I'm trying to like break down everything you're saying, but bro, he's yeah. real, real Real, 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 real cool dude, sugar free man, and, and yeah. to be able to talk to him on the phone, bro, is 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 nuts, man. It's nuts talking to him, talking to little Rob on the phone, and, and little and, Rob, and just, wow. it's crazy, man. Yeah, me, yeah. I, I'll tell you one thing, man. Little Rob is one of the most down to earth people I have probably ever met, and I'm not talking about down to earth artists I've ever met. I mean down to earth yeah. person I've ever met. Little Rob, yeah, man, he showed me love out the gate, bro, and and doing uh. That song, I I have two songs with Little Rob. I have one called I Got Love, and then I have one on my album called Shorty with Baby Bash. Um, and that song, I, I I'm I'm for sure gonna have to shoot a video for it. But he he showed me love, bro, since the day I met him, and I just met him recently. Um, I, I'll probably say I've known him for a year now, and um, he just showed me hella love, bro. And I don't know if it's because he's from like North County. <laughs> Or, or 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 what but he's just he's just showed me love off the bat well you, you know what it is um i know a lot of people that that know him personally and 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 they say the same thing he's a good person like he if he sees talent and if he sees um somebody who's dedicated and working hard it's almost like a magnet because that's how he is you know what i'm saying right so it's they're they're gonna be a magnet and they're gonna attract each other and that's a lot of things that people told me that know him personally is if he fucks with you and he sees talent he's gonna uh let you know you know what i'm saying right right and another thing i was i was telling some people um uh, i think it was at my on my last interview i was telling them that um these older artists um even the ones that i have on my album like dub c sugar free baby bass little rock um they just want something that they they just want you to bring something to the table you know what i'm saying right. like whether it be talent, whether it be uh, uh, whether it be whatever, you just have to bring something to the table. You can't just be like, "Yo, man, I want to make a song with you. Let's make yeah. a song." Like you can't do that. Like you have to have something to bring to the table in order for them to actually find interest in you and and be able, be down to be on a song with you. And what I love about what that sounds like, I I didn't hear money at all. I didn't hear you know this how much it costs. I didn't hear a price, bro. So does that does that just show that your friendship is what it's what gets you? Because I've I uh, I've spoken to a lot of big names and what they a few of them told me is 
most of these features that I know a lot of artists charge features, but most of the time they do features for for free for each other. You know Bro, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, man, I, I'll tell you. Um, if 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 you're really like. If you really have something to bring to the table, they're gonna they're gonna work with you, bro. They're gonna work with you, for sure, for sure. You have to have something to bring to the table, man. And I think a lot of people like, a lot of people feel entitled, man. A lot of people feel entitled. A lot of people think, oh, you you owe me a verse, you owe me this, you like it's nobody, that owes, ego, nobody bro. owes you, nobody owes you nothing, bro. You know, so it's that ego, even me, man. even myself, like even when I reach out to other artists, like off the bat, it's out of respect because I know that they don't owe me nothing, you know. So yeah. all I could do is shoot my shot, you know, and whether it gets turned down or not, you know what I'm saying? I, I handle rejection well, man. I handle rejection well. I've been, yeah. I, I tell you, bro, I tell you, when, when I was working on this album, I shot DMs to so many artists, bro, and a lot of them didn't get back to me. Some of them, some of them just gave me the runaround. But being, at the end of the being, day. Sorry, bro. Being that, I feel like that they, they kind of, we look like us, bro. You know what I'm saying? We're light-skinned. We talk a certain way. We grew up a certain way. Um, I've get, I've gotten that a bunch of times too, bro. Where they just look at us and they look past us, and I feel like, damn, if I was black though, or if, if my race was a little darker, they they would feel more comfortable around me. You know what I'm saying? But since my skin is a little a little more lighter, you know, do you ever have, do you ever come up, run into things like that where you feel like being light skinned kind of um stops you from from being closer to people, or have you just been getting? Uh... I feel like uh, I feel like at this point in my career, like I just let the music speak. You know, I just do the best I can with what the, what talent I have, and uh, I hope that you know people fuck with me for for just the talent. You know, um, yes, the whole um, uh, like fitting in. Like, of course, of course, I feel like an outsider. Of course, even even not just because I'm I'm light skinned or or that, but. I'm from Oceanside, you know, there's nobody that's, that's came out of Ocean. Like there's nobody wow. that's really hit the top from Oceanside. So off the bat, bro, I'm an outsider. So it's like, I, it's always been that way with me, bro. I've always been the underdog. I've always been, had something to prove. I've always, I've always wanted to uh, prove people wrong. I've always wanted to go out of my way to make shit crazy. Like, stupid retarded dope you know like i've, I've always wanted to do that mainly because i have so much to prove I, I have you know what i'm saying i have i have no no backup out here you know there's nobody that's that's pulling me up besides my team you know but at the end of the day we don't have connections to nobody uh in the industry we don't have we don't have relationships with anybody in the industry so off the bat bro mm -hmm. um that's crazy. Know. Honestly, I wouldn't have thought that, dude. To be honest, I, man. bro, I purely am speaking off of just talent, bro, and and and, and right. off of you know my team. Of course, my team, amazing fucking team, bro. The marketing, the branding, everything like that. Yeah. But set aside from that, like myself, I feel like I'm just speaking to people through my talents, bro. Mainly because, yeah. like, of course, like I'm an outsider. You know, like I'm an outsider for sure. But it's like people. If you're ta that talented and people fuck with you enough, that it don't yeah. matter like what you look like or where you're from, people gonna fuck with you, bro. Yep, exactly, bro. And your team, you know, I I know a few of uh, people from your team, um, uh, uh, Sasha, uh, Ellie, you know, what I'm saying the, yeah. the people that you're working with, and they're great people, bro. And not only the fact that they're great, humble people, they they push, bro. They'll push for you, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like. It's you're really, really blessed because when you have people like that by your side, dog, you there you can't go anywhere else but up, bro. 
because yeah. you can be feeling shitty. Sasha will come and tell you, nah, man, like you gotta do, you gotta get on this, you gotta get. Ellie would be like, yo, man, you know what's going on? Or what's wrong? Like, what do you, need? you know? What I mean, you got people that really will sit there and and play any side that you need. You need a friend, bam. You need a manager, bam. You need a, 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 a you know, a confidant or, you know, whatever it may be that you need. It's dope to have that around you, man. And and that's the one of the key things to ever succeed in this industry, aside from having, uh, you know, knowing people, is to having a good-ass team, bro. Yeah. You know, having people... L.A. Unlock, I, a perfect example of what I'm saying, because, like, had it not been for L.A. Unlock and, and my bro N3... We we wouldn't be here, bro. We couldn't interview. I wouldn't have been able to meet a lot of dope talent, uh, talented artists, man. And and I'm forever grateful for that. So um, let let's keep going into the questions, man, because I'm having such a great time interviewing you. Um, what what's your writing? Uh, what how do you get in your zone to write to work on something? What what do you need? Do you need this? Do you, what, All right. You know? So if if I'm gonna write some shit, I need a dope beat. Has to be funk. Has to be funk. Yeah. I need a I need a, a backwood and some fire tree and yes, I need to be alone. Got you. I need to be alone, man. And I think that I write my best music when I'm alone. Mainly because like I don't know, like it's like writing an essay. Do you want a bunch of people in the room while you're writing the essay? I don't right, right. you know, I wanna be in there focused yeah. and shit. So for me it's like I need I need my weed, I need I need the studio, I need to be alone. You know, and I write my best music alone. Um, but there's been times, there's there's several times where I have the studio pack and we just write, we just write on the spot. You know, somebody uh, produce a beat and then just write on the spot, get up in the studio, record that shit, and uh, uh you know, the the rest, you know, wherever that leads us is, you know, wherever the song. But for the most part, my yeah. my writing, my writing is 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 a little bit everywhere, bro. Like, sometimes I'll, mm -hmm. I'll write alone. Sometimes I'll write... Uh, I used to write, bro, back, back, back in the day. I used to like writing on the bus. Uh, when I used to ride oh, yeah. the bus, I, I used That's to love writing. That's the best time, bro. You know, you back got all this, however many... 30 minutes, an hour, however long it takes, you know, and then you got different people. I used to do that because every time I saw a cute girl, my confidence wasn't all that great, especially I'm in a bus, you know what I'm saying? Like, I see a cute girl and right. I just start writing, writing what I like about her, writing, you know what I'm saying? What I, and that's, it goes from there, bro. Or I see some nigga mad dogging me, I'll be like, man, fuck this bitch ass, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm talking <laughs> shit, I'm over here dissing this thing and shit, like, you know, but I get this, bro. You're you know, dissing like, that nigga rap song <laughs> You know what I mean? So it's just like you got some bus rides that are thirty to almost two hours. So even you got to jump on different buses. So to sit back there, put them headphones on. There's a very, very important reason why Eminem used that scene in Eight Mile because the bus is it's like damn, bro. You get to see the world. You're sitting there, bro, and you get to see the world pass by. You're not driving. You don't have to worry about where you're going to go, where's the, it's just going straight, you know what I'm saying? Right. So that's, I feel like that's the perfect time, but you get to see different people, uh, um, yeah, man, and I don't know, like, it does give you motivation, bro. So let's, let's, let's keep this going. Where, where was your, your, like, a show that you did at, you know, that you would say was, was the best, the hyper show, and the best city, and they showed you mad love, like, have you had that? Wait, say that again, I'm sorry. No, no, no worries. So, uh, where was it? Uh, was there a, a show that you did that it was just so hype, bro? Everybody knew every word. It was just so, so much love. And do you know? Remember what city that was? Uh, uh, 
I mean, for sure in the hometown, you know, in the hometown, I think that um, it's the, always the funnest to throw a show because the hometown is like, your, I mean, for me, it's like, it's my support system, you know? But yeah. for the most part, I think one of my favorite shows, bro, was one I did in Mexico City with an artist out there. Um, he invited me to come and do a set because we had songs together, but he, he invited me to do my own set. Um, it was at the Pepsi Center in Mexico City. Oh, wow. Um, and that shit was nuts. It was my, my homeboy, Alaman. He invited me to Mexico City, and I got to do one of my songs that, like, shook the whole, the whole building was, like, the whole building was nuts, man. It was a song that I did called Gangsta Shit, um, and people were just going nuts. And I knew a lot of the people didn't even really, like, know the song like that. It's just the, the funk beat that, it was a that, good yeah. but it just it just rocked it rocked everybody it made everybody move man but that was one of my favorite uh favorite shows because it had the catwalk that went down uh the crowd it had like a catwalk that went down the crowd so I oh was dope. Like, so you got to really like put your hand out there and yeah and, you know what I'm yeah, saying? That shit that was wild. Shit. yeah that shit was wild man that shit was wild Fuck. I, I, to this day man I, i'll never forget that day like that shit was nuts do you um do you feel like us us rappers do we have an impact on society? Oh well, yeah, now, now, mainly because like uh um, uh, just rap is just the I, I, I would believe that rap is the biggest one of the biggest genres now, and yeah. um, with everybody doing it, it's kind of like. It's kind of made new jobs, bro. Like it's made new jobs. Like engineers are making a killing. Producers are making a killing. Like rappers have Scouts, made a lot of A&Rs. Rapper, yeah. Rap, rappers. Yeah, right, right. Rappers have made a lot of jobs for people, bro. Like in this new, this new decade, bro. Like and, so, and you know what's and, crazy, bro? You know what's so crazy, brother? Rap was a job for somebody. As far as you know, remember it was the DJ, bro. The DJ was 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 what everybody was hyped for. That's who they went for. That's all they cared for. The rapper was just that guy that was just like pumping the DJ that nobody. Right, right, a right, right, right. Was a hype man. Right, you know back in the day, they were they were they're the the MCs, and but the yeah. DJ was was that's crazy, bro. I just was talking to my homeboy that's a DJ. How the DJ used to be the main act, and the MCs mm -hmm. on the microphone were just yeah. the hype men and the DJs were the main bro like things have changed bro things it's just yeah. so crazy man it's so crazy but it's it's a trip because people DJs are still getting that love now maybe they're not hip hop DJs but you know you got those those technos those big uh, name DJs oh, yeah. Yeah. even Rocky <laughs> and uh, uh yes a big name DJ now you know and um but it felt like they it came back to to them being in the spotlight but, you know, unbeknownst to them that it was really a hip-hop shit. You know what I'm saying? You ain't had uh, right. pop singers or, or um, you ain't have Dionne Warwick coming outside with a, you know what I'm saying, with a DJ or, or Al Green coming out with a DJ. You didn't have that. It was, it was a rap thing. It was a hip-hop thing. So for hip-hop to, right. to transform a DJ on two on turntables from being in a small little uh, warehouse to now you got, like I said, Paris Hilton, you got Steve Aoki, you got these other big that are fucking huge and famous off of being a DJ, bro. And right. it's, it's, it trips me out when people say, how? They're just doing that. And, no, y'all don't understand. That's how it's always been. All they have to do is be in front of the fucking thing and play songs, bro. That's what it was about. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, 
So, you know, I, when, when it comes down to the end of the interview, I always like to ask people, um, aside, forget being a rapper, bro. Forget all the albums you dropped, all the, all the things you've done in music, bro. If you were to go back to middle school and, and you weren't making music and you got older and, you know, you did high school, you graduated, what would you be doing right now, bro? Oh, uh, bro, I would be, uh, I'll be a farmer. Yeah. I would be a farmer. Elaborate on that. Why? Uh, I love being outside, bro. I love being outside and I love like working outside, bro. Like before I was doing music, um, I was, uh, I was doing a lot of things that were like, uh, in parks and recreations and, and forest, uh, uh, like, uh, jobs. Uh, and I loved it, bro. Getting behind a, a chainsaw, working the chainsaw, um, yeah. uh, just being behind power equipment and, and stuff like that, bro. Like I love hard labor, you know? Um, yeah. and I was, I was telling, I was chopping it up with my uncle the other day and, um, we had like, a, there was a get together at my grandma's and shit. And, and he just was reminiscing with me about how we used to work, uh, all these jobs together. And it was like a lot of hard labor. And, um, to be honest with you, like on my spare time, I love to just clean, bro. Like, it's just, I don't know. I, I like rather be outside than be in an office, bro. I've always been that way. I like yeah. to be outside. Um, but if, if I wasn't making music, bro, I would be doing something that's outside in the forestry for sure. Um, for sure. For it's sure. amazing. It's amazing how you, you were helping a lot of rappers, they become rappers and then they start helping the community. You get what I'm saying? Right. You've been helping the community before that, bro. Like you've been outside, you, you know, how, how you was talking about right now, working at parks and recreation. That's for the community. You know what I'm saying? I used right. to, uh, I used to work in uh, at the youth centers. You know, I used to help out the kids and stuff like that. You know, before I became a, a rapper and started doing my shit. So it's just, I, I I love that, bro. I love hearing that because, you know, like I said, most rappers they only put on or they only help out the community because they 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 were given supposedly a, a contract and a chance to. As for people like us, bro, we didn't have that chance to, or we weren't doing it for publicity or to look cool. You get what I'm saying? Right. We were helping our community because, like you just said it, bro. You love to do that shit. You, I love helping those kids, bro. I was one of those kids that that I didn't have my dad and my mom was always working to to fill in that void. So I had to go to these community centers, bro. I had to go there and and shit like that. So it was only right that when I got old enough to 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 give that back into the community, bro. So I love to see that, bro. Like you. You've been put on for your community, and now you're doing shit that's that's even more effective because now you're you're putting people onto Oceanside. You're getting you're making bro. I got family out there, and I ain't never visited them. You know what I'm saying? Like I see them like we're close when they come out here, but now you're making me want to like check out Oceanside and see what it's you know what it's about, bro. Like and you know see what it's like because you know sometimes when you're growing up the way I grew up, bro. Outside of, of L.A., Compton, and all that shit, that was rare. You get what I mean, bro? Like, so, you know, I, I, I love being outside, bro, but I just, uh, I couldn't go there. Some, I love going to farms and, and going to, you know, out in the open fields, but, you know, that was just a dream to me, bro. So to see somebody that, that was able to do that and that came from all that, because, you know what I mean? You you obviously love that for a reason because you've been out there. You've been doing the labor. You've been going out there working hard. And 
to 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 be in hip hop and still making music, and your answer would be, "Oh, I shit. If it wasn't for this, I'd be out there working without complaining, bro." Like some people would be like, "I once I made it, I ain't never going back to that shit." You know what I mean? <laughs> I never going back to no nah, working but, outside. Nah, but 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 don't get me wrong, man. Like I could, I, you know, like besides the music, like this is what I want to do, bro. This is this this is it, you know, like. This is this this for sure, man. Like I I've, I've been doing it for so long, man. Like I, you know, I want I want to I want to be the best at this genre, and uh, yeah. I think that um uh the more the further that I get, you know, the closer I I, I get to to where I, I see myself, and I I, so I see myself. Who answers that? Man. Who answers that? I'm sorry to cut you off, brother. Who who answers that for you uh, as far as being a goat? Is it you, or is it the fans that answer that? Uh, it's it's the fans, of course, but it's also like um, like career wise, career wise, I guess uh uh, I guess the numbers speak for that. Uh, uh street wise, it's the it's, it's the word of mouth, it's the fans that speak for you, yeah. you know. So you gotta have both, and that's what that's what I'm aiming to get, you know. And and I think that uh, uh slowly but surely I'm getting there. Man. Yo, um. I I just want to say thank you, bro. Like, um, because like like I said, I'm not trying to kiss ass or anything, but I'm a uh, I'm an Afghasi just like you, bro. And I don't see none of us up there, bro. I I I'm trying to put myself out there, but I don't see us out there. And then, bam, I get introduced to you, and then I see what I was what I didn't get to see. You get what I'm saying, bro? So I just feel like it, it's a real honor, man. I want to give you your flowers. And, you know, I just want to tell you thank you, bro, for putting on. Like, it ain't even just the Afagasi thing, but it's just the simple fact that you are. You get what I'm saying? That's hey, that's inspiring, bro. Like, the race the race don't matter, bro. The music talks for itself. But, like I said, man, like, all we had really was Buya Tribe. And, <laughs> and you know, and we got Fati and Fiji in them, but that's island music. You know what I'm saying? I said Fati and Fiji. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We're, <laughs> we're, and I, I like to say... I like to say we're on the same boat as far as like we make hip hop, bro. Like we make rap for for mainstream. That's not, you know, you're not gonna hear too many. I I put samples of, of five stars in my music. You know what I'm saying? Or in the ending tracks, I play the five stars. Or I play other Samoan music to let people know. But when you hear my music, that's the only island that you're gonna hear. You get what I'm saying, bro? You're not gonna hear me speak even from the way I speak. You know, and the way you speak. You're not gonna hear us sounding like Islanders, bro. But it's still an it's an awesome thing that we have that in there, bro. So, like I said, I just want to give you your flowers, man. Thank you for putting on, and um, thank and you. again, thank you for letting us interview, bro. Like you know, I love Ellie and I, I love Sasha, so I'm grateful that they always reach out to LA a lot with all these dope artists. You know what I'm saying? Because you know we can't. There's so many talent out there that we can't really keep our ears to everybody. So it's good to have other connections of people that are are keeping ears open for us. Sasha, Ellie, you know what I'm saying? They're definitely keeping the ears open for LA Unlocked. And and this is your your team, your team and LA Unlocked. This is how we are, bro. You know, we're connected like that. So um, before we go, bro, I, I want you to uh, for those who don't know you or that already know you but don't know what's what's coming up next. You know, let them know what you got going on, bro. What's your plan? Uh man. Uh, just ex I just dropped the album One Nation Under the Funk. Yeah. And, um, just expect a whole, just expect a whole lot of visuals, man. You know, I love mm -hmm. to put out visuals to my songs. You know, it kind of puts the face to the uh, uh it kind of puts a face to the to the music. 
So just expect a lot of videos, man, pumping out, uh, especially going into summer. I'm about to be just knocking that's out. That's right. That's G-Funk. That's the time G-Funk shine, bro. Yeah. That's the G-Funk shine. Yeah, bro. Summertime. Summertime's going to go crazy, man. So just expect just expect a whole flood of videos and, and content, man. Because Any, just, um, any shows? Time. Can we come to your concerts or anything? Uh, as far as shows, I got... I got one, I think it's in June. I, I don't even know the days, man, but I got one in LA yeah. in June, in the middle of June. Um, uh, and then after that, I have one. Um, um, it's not locked in yet, so I, I might as well not announce it. But I only have a couple okay. uh, uh, right now locked in, but um, I am trying to uh, do something where I can go across the country and and. and yeah. until, until I have everything, you know, locked in and. and, and uh, uh, and good to go. Uh, I I can't really say much now, but you know I, I look forward to to announcing it and 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 and, uh, and seeing everybody once I, I get to do more shows and and, and go around sure. and 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 just you know experience more. You know I'm I'm yet to really like do a show on the East Coast, so I know it's do do you know fucking fun, nigga. Hey, I've done it, bro. It's fucking fun, dude. They love. I don't know what it is, bro, but they love LA so much, dog. Like. Man, so it, it's gonna be fun, bro. Trust me. When you do that West East Coast show, you're gonna see. <laughs> yeah, but man, yeah, man. So that's I mean, that's that's pretty much that's pretty much it, man. Just look out for the content, man, because I'm gonna be I'm gonna be speeding up before I slow down. Yes, sir. I love to hear that, man. Anything else you want to say to the fans? You know, you want to show them some love. Uh, shout man. outs. Uh, nah, just for the most part, you know, I want to shout out Oceanside because, you know, like that's, you know, that's hometown and we, we like to represent to the fullest, man. And, and, and we definitely going to take this shit to the top. You know, this is just the beginning. So I just appreciate everybody supporting, man, and, and everybody supporting the funk movement because this funk shit, bro, is, it's, 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 it's a, a genre that's about to be uh, making a, a full turnaround comeback and, and people going to feel it for sure. Yeah, no, I I believe that, bro, and and I hear it in your voice, and I hear it in in your confidence. Like, you really, I I love to interview people where you know five six years from now, I'm not gonna be like, man, that was just a waste of interview. This motherfucker working at Denny's now, shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, right. so it's just right. it's dope to to interview people that I know in five six years from now, they're gonna be even bigger. So I I hope. You know, obviously, I don't want to wait that long, but I, I hope we can get you, you know, back over here. You've, you've already done so much for yourself, bro. So it's like, it's not going to be one of those come back when, when you're famous and tell us because you're already famous and you're already doing your thing, bro. So I hope we can have you just to come back to continue your journey. You know, because you said, like you said, your story is beginning. It hasn't, you know, it's not midway. It's not nowhere towards the end. It's just beginning. So, you know, I hope you can come back when your journey is towards the middle and, and and tell us everything, bro. All the fun stuff that you've been going through, all, all the bitches that you fuck, nigga. All the, uh, you know, what I'm saying, just all the ex experiences, bro. Because, you know, that's that's what we're here for. That's what I I want to interview people so they can know you, bro. And I feel like after today, everybody's gonna know you for who you are, bro, and not just for what you do. Yeah, no, for sure, man. And I appreciate you guys tapping in uh, to the Oceanside mm -hmm. representative, man. You know, LA and Oceanside, man. It's it's all love, bro. It's all love. It's all funk love. Would you say there's a difference? Like, do you you've been to LA, right? Would you say it's different? Um, uh, slightly, yeah. 
Um, yeah. We're, yeah, there's a there's a slight difference, but at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? As Ice Cube would say, every hood's the same, man. You know what I'm saying? Everyone, mm. everyone's hustling to 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 make a dollar. What's his What's his name? Uh, uh, DJ Quick. It's just like Compton. So I I I, right. I imagine, bro. Like you know, so yeah, man. Thank you again, bro. And um, we I look forward to seeing you again, bro. Uh, I'm about to follow you. I go by Steve Demar, bro. I I don't know if I told you, but my name is Steve Demar. And uh, thank you, Oops. thank you, man, for letting me interview, bro. Like I yeah, appreciate it, man. Of course, I've man. Been, everybody, you. man. Yeah, appreciate you and everybody that tapped in, man. Thank you. Yeah, much love, brother. Be safe, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you have it, y'all, man. Y'all, you guys gotta understand, bro. I was mad excited to do this interview just because, like, like I was telling him, bro. I'm, I'm some more in the Mexican too, man. And you don't really see too much of us. Uh, not even just the Samoan side, Mexicans as well. You know, you don't see too many, uh, uh in this music industry industry killing it and, and, and putting on, you know, and, and, and I, I'm seeing it, bro. And I loved it. Uh, shout out Ellie. Shout out to, uh, to Sasha. Shout out M3 on the track. Shout out LA on lot. Um, thank you, man, for everybody that was, that was, uh, that, that was commenting, you know, it's for y'all. This is really what we do this for, you know, for y'all. Uh, it would have sucked if we had no viewers. So thank you guys, everybody that tuned in, that jumped in. Um, much love. Like again, I go by Steve Demar. That's Steve spelled regular with a V, and then Demar is D A M A R. Uh, like I always tell people, like Kendrick Lamar, but with a with a D instead of an L. Um, let's link up, y'all. Uh, MDC Clothing. I appreciate y'all, man. Reach out to me. Um, again, man, I will be sharing this video. And anybody out there, I, I want y'all to know if you're a rapper or singer and, and you're really committed and you're trying to do this shit and you got a, you got a cool catalog, you know, you ain't even got to have a manager or a talent agency behind you or none of that. If you got a catalog and you've been really, really focused on this shit, please reach out to us, man. LA Unlock official at gmail.com. Send me your music. We'll definitely have people that review it. We'll always get an email right away. You know, uh, somebody will respond to you and show you love. We want all of our artists. It don't matter you from Compton, uh, China, Hawaii. I don't give a motherfuck. If you make music and you're confident in yourself and you want, you know, you want help trying to make it in there, bro, that's what we're here for at LA Unlocked. Reach out to me, Steve Damar. You can reach out to LA Unlocked, the actual... Um, page or you can reach out to n3 on the track he's one of the he just left a comment right now and the number three and then all it on the track it's all one word thank you guys again for your time man much love and i'll see y'all when we do the next interview much love peace